Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Wine and Crime, the podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Queen. Oh, sure. sure. Oh, jeez. Yes, oh, crap. Uh, <laughs> oh, crap. Oh, oh God, crap. The swan ate my baby. <laughs> <laughs> it should have been you. <laughs> Choking on swan <laughs> gas. <laughs> okay. Enough drop dead gorgeous references for now, at least. Um, I am Kenyon. I'm Lucy. And I'm Amanda. And this week we have a, a special fan pick topic. Yes. So just a reminder if you donate at the highest tier level, which is $25 a month or more, mm-hmm. which is like, God bless you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the opportunity to select an episode topic and or case and or wine. And um, this week, Allison Lamott, Lamoth, mm-hmm. not sure. Allison has selected uh, the very fascinating topic of road rage crime. I just put a dash cam heart. in my own car. Yeah. <laughs> Did this, you? This case is about me. I just recorded myself freaking out on people while I drove around Minnesota. <laughs> I didn't, but I should. But I, I don't want to leave a trail. Rage. So bad. I have horrible passive-aggressive road rage. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't because I haven't earned the right to have it. Or the right I to drive a car. I others. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not I may legally or may not have cheated. permitted to drive mm-hmm. a car. Mm-hmm. Also, I renewed my driver's license in Minnesota, like last time I was in the states, and it's my new legal license is still in the states. So mm-hmm. I have just been driving with an expired license in South Africa for like six months. <laughs> oh, great! So South African police, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, and the license plate fell off of our car. You're crushing recently. it. Yeah, yeah. You Soups, should do totes safe. You should take several steps <laughs> to remedy all of that. All of this. <laughs> all of those things. All I'll of be it. back in May for CrimeCon. Oh God. <laughs> I'll be driving. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Thousand percent. Cool. All right. Well, so what is our um, wine crime pairing? For uh, road rage crimes. Yeah, this was a fun one, and I definitely mm. picked my case so that it would go really well with the name of this <laughs> wine, and I'm excited to hear Kenyon's case, because I hope it falls within this umbrella. So we are drinking <laughs> the 2012 So This Happened Red <laughs> Blend from Wink Wine Club. I love this name. This is like the greatest wine name I've ever heard in my life. 
I love it. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like that's exactly what you should be saying as you pop open a bottle of wine and you're about to just yep. launch into some fucked up story to like your best friends. Right. Which uh, we so are about that's to happen. do. Absolutely. That's what we do every week. We could yeah. this could be our pairing every week and it would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, Particularly from... for Kenyan's cases. <laughs> so I mean, this yeah. happened in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so just to talk about Wink Wine Club for a moment, we talk about it almost every week because they have been so gloriously providing the majority of our pairings these days. Um, it uh-huh. is an online wine club and you can join it and get to know what kind of wines you like, what kind of wines maybe you don't like. You take a little palette profile quiz and then they can make suggestions for you. Um, you can go with those suggestions or not. You can peruse their many, 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 many bottles that they offer. A lot of the wines come out of uh, California. It's a lot of small batch, really beautiful labels, really cool varietals that you don't encounter every time you go to the liquor store, which is pretty fun. Um, Once you get four or more bottles in your cart, they take care of the shipping. And that's right, shipping to your door or your local Walgreens. Um, You do (laughs) have to be 21. (laughs) Yeah, you have to be 21 to sign for it, but it couldn't be more convenient. And we have a promo code, GALS. That gets you mm-hmm. 20 bucks off your first box, which basically gets you four to five bottles for about 30 bucks. Most Incredible. of these fall yeah. within like that $13 price range, which is approved by Wine and Crime. And you're basically just buying it more in bulk so you can get all of your wine for, you know, either the month or let's be honest, like two weeks. Um, <laughs> for anywhere between boxes after you've gotten the discount code are typically around 50 bucks. So it's a really great deal. And again, they take care of the shipping. It's awesome. I recommend checking it out. Um, you can also cancel it at any time if you need to pause it or, um, come back later, but it's such an awesome deal. Mm -hmm. So go to trywink.com forward slash gals. That's T R Y W I N C.com forward slash G A L S and check it out. Also, if you've been a Wink member for uh, several months, like we have, mm-hmm. then they start to give you the option to like send three bottles of wine uh, to a friend mm-hmm. for only the cost of tax and shipping. Mm-hmm. That's really so fun. I've, been, I've just been sending wine to like my mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I've just been sending it all over the place. Like, here's some wine. You get three bottles of wine for like nine bucks mm-hmm. and they don't know how, like, how little money you spent on it so it makes no a idea. great well, anniversary <laughs> gift not a gift it wasn't a gift it was just a free promo thing no it's anyway. a gift it's i was gift. gonna say it makes a great gift <laughs> <laughs> gift it to yourself and then use it long enough to get a nice gift for some friends yeah or Love gift it. it to someone else and make them feel like they have to give you a gift yeah. in exchange yeah, blackmail you your get friends. More wine yes, emotional wine. blackmail. Yeah, works every yep. time. Mm-hmm. I basically only hold dinner parties nowadays because then people bring wine. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. So anyway. that's Wink Wine Club. Um, this California blend is primarily Cab Franc, which we have done a couple times, but not a ton. So we'll talk about Cab Franc a little bit. This is a lighter grape varietal than Cabernet Sauvignon, like the traditional Mm -hmm. Cabernet. So Cab Franc is going to be a little bit lighter in body and also in actual color. This makes kind of a bright pale red wine that um, 
contributes finesse and lends a peppery perfume to blends with more robust grapes. So this is going to have some more of those like Grenache notes. The Cab Franc, it has a little bit of that pepper, a little bit of leather. Um, Depending on the growing region and the style, the aromas and the flavors can include some tobacco, raspberry, bell pepper, and violets. So it's really all over the map, depending on how long it's aged, where it's grown, like the the climate in that region, how much water it's getting. Um, It can make a very peppery, earthy wine, or it can make a really floral wine, or it can make a really jammy wine. It's just very nuanced um, in its, like, capabilities, which is really cool. Hmm. this particular Cap Franc is blended with Valdigui, which is one of many grapes that was once famous in France due to its high productivity. It was, like, super easy to grow, so they could just churn out a ton of it. Um, it was just the slut of grapes. Pretty much, but we don't <laughs> slut shame. We slut praise. No. So, like, yeah. yes, queen. All hail Valdigui. Mm-hmm. So today it's become actually pretty rare. It's not really grown very many places anymore. It can be found more in California than even anymore in its native home of France. And during the 1800s, Valdigui enjoyed so much success as a varietal that had like a super high yield and ripening reliability. Um, It also contributed to a bunch of the fruit in blends. So they would use this variety in a lot of blends, typically not on its own, to mellow out some of those like really earthy or really acidic wines. They would blend them with Valdigui because it has so much of a fruit forward palette. So Hmm. it's kind of a fun one because especially for this blend to go with Cab Franc, which can have some more of that like tobacco-y kind of leathery flavor then to bring in all this fruit i would imagine this is going to turn this bottle into like a dangerously drinkable jammy red blend at 13.2 abv so i'm like kind of nervous but i'm also really excited a lot of people have already had (laughs) this in their box too so some folks have been posting on facebook about how much they've been loving this one and a couple of the other ones we have coming up so Mm -hmm. i'm excited Mm -hmm. i am popping this open with our Ooh. Nice pop wine key. Oh, yes. All right. Which okay. you can purchase at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com. And if you don't purchase it, then you too are bananas. <laughs> oh, yes. We have a new merch item. <laughs> Good segue. I forgot. The silence I forgot after to plug I that said earlier. that was like palpable. <laughs> Deafening. Um, yes, we have a new merch item that we've just offered. Um, it is an A2 Bananas coffee mug, ceramic coffee mug, and that is also at wineandcrimepodcast.bigcartel.com, mm-hmm. and I am so excited to get my hands on mine. Yeah. I cannot Kenyan wait. Kenyon is abnormally excited about this. Yeah, she I incessantly texted us at 3.30 in the morning. Of- <laughs> I might have you just take a picture of it every day from now until I'm at CrimeCon and I have it in my possession. So many pictures of that fucking mug. (laughs) It'll be like Flat Stanley, but a mug and just for Kenyon. Yes. (laughs) And only around Iowa. Love it. Are we ready to pop? Ready. Yeah. Okay, here we go. God. Nice. 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 Ooh, this wine is so pretty. Oh. It's also a good glug. 
Yeah. It's a nice pop and a good glove. You know, I have a lot of hard work to do today, so good I'm just glove. really going to sink into this bottle. Yes. Yeah. Homework's nice. always easier with a buzz. Yeah. I'm realizing that the wine that I had has been open for too long. Oh, it tastes so like just, vinegar. Yeah, I'm just drinking some vinegar over here. It's worth it's it. Fine. I'm going to keep going. It's fine. Um, this blend is so good. Mm. This might be one of my new favorites. Okay. Nice. Take over, Lucy. All right. Yeah, Lucy, what's the background in psych on road rage crimes? <clears throat> All right. I got some stats. I got some legal. I got some psych. Oh. Perf. So let's open with the definition of road rage. It is, an ag- it is aggressive behavior exhibited by the driver of a road vehicle towards another driver and can include rude gestures, verbal mm-hmm. insults, threats, Check. Check. and or yeah. <laughs> dangerous driving <clears throat> methods in an effort to intimidate the other driver. Check, check, check. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> ben with Amanda while Take she was taking those boxes. Some more, <laughs> some more subtle examples include trying to beat other drivers, which as a check. person who drives up and down Interstate 35 on the mm-hmm. reg, I feel I this do one. It always. Always. It's like just always trying to like race. drive faster than them. Yep. Just trying to get in front of everybody. Cause it, you know, like people drive in clusters. I hate being in a cluster. It's I'll so annoying, especially because I them. typically will use cruise control, put it at like five miles over the speed limit, maybe mm-hmm. 10, mm-hmm. depending on where you're driving. And yeah. then <laughs> everyone so. getting in those fucking clusters. And then you can't just smoothly continue. And nobody follows the pass on the left, stay to the right rules here. In the Midwest, nope. it's so annoying. Particularly on a highway yeah. like that, there's so many semis that are driving yeah. slowly, which in is the safe. left lane. Well, if they're trying to pass another semi, then Hate they're it. just inching past because you know mm-hmm. they're following their rules. They're supposed to drive a little slower to be to maintain safety for everybody else. But like, meh, <sighs> fuck them. Sometimes I drive like a grandma. I can stay in the same lane and not pass anyone. Like, my whole trajectory. I'd kill you. As long as it's in the right lane. (laughs) Yes, I promise. I can get to Iowa in two and a half hours. I can get to Des Moines in two and a half hours. Let's do this. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, Amanda's a speed demon. (laughs) Was it literally two and a half hours? That's frightening. No. Okay. No. You can do it in three hours. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it was not yes. two and a half hours. Just shy like of not three. even fine. close. And Kenyon, you are not reliable because you fell asleep within five minutes of us getting on the highway. Like a happy baby with a belly full of milk. Pills. <laughs> I took pills. <laughs> I was medicated into that sleep. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Anyway. Anywho. All right. Okay. Other sub- more subtle examples include following too closely. Using the mm, horn check. often check. Uh, and running red lights. Not check. No. I push mm-hmm. it, though, with the red lights. I was taught that if you enter the intersection when it's yellow, technically you're, you're not breaking any rules. But like, gentleman's just barely. orange. The, the as someone who very orange. recently took the road <laughs> test, <laughs> you are supposed to orange. stop at yellow if you are safely able to stop. So if you're too close to the intersection to stop safely, then you can go through. But if you're not, then you're supposed to stop. You're not yeah, you're not to supposed to up. accelerate into the intersection. No. 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 
Um, so there are some ways in which you, Amanda, might be causing <laughs> others <laughs> road rage. Maybe. Uh, these include keeping your brights on regardless of oncoming traffic. Like just I don't do that. Uh, I hate that. South Af- every single South African driver keeps their brights on 100% of the time when they're driving at night. There's that is no fucked. It's 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 not in the culture to turn off your brights. You just leave your brights on all the I time. Mean, it's so you frustrating. You guys have like hyenas and lions and shit though. No, wait. <laughs> not no not in the cities. <laughs> in the birds. Not yet. I'm going to release so many hyenas into Johannesburg when I come to <laughs> I'm going to be like in that one episode of The Simpsons when somebody dra- brings like a bullfrog to Australia or something and it just ruins it just... their ecosystem. Yeah. Perfect. Can't Good. wait. Okay, keeping keeping your brights on, using your phone Mm -hmm. while driving or driving Mm -hmm. distractedly, switching lanes without using your fucking turn signal. I hate that so much. I hate that so much. And I always go, oh, you don't need your blinker? Uh Anytime anyone (laughs) does that. Oh, I'm just a mind reader. I'm a goddamn mind reader. Also, oh. people who do not check their blind spot. My dad doesn't honk check at his some blind fucker spot. on thirty five just the other day because he was merging into me when he was changing mm-hmm. lanes, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? I'm right here." Awful, mm-hmm. baby boy. What you doing? <laughs> uh, I have an extra big blind spot. Yeah, yeah it's an like eye. half of your an face. Entire <laughs> eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One half of my peripheral vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When uh, we were in high school and just, like, got our driver's licenses and whatever, I'd get so angry at other drivers, but I would be too timid to actually give them the finger. So I, we developed this thing called flashing them the four. You just flash <laughs> your four fingers, like, angrily so that the other driver thinks that that means something, but, like, not sure if you're angry or, like, just confused. <laughs> just diffuses the situation, but you also get some rage out, like, Ugh. I love it. Fashion the four. <laughs> oh, my um, God. So some stats. Some of these are really alarming, you guys. 66% of traffic fatalities are caused by aggressive driving. Okay, so we just figured out how I'm going to die. Yep. Oh, no. That's my biggest fear. 37% of aggressive driving incidents involve a firearm. Yeah. When yeah. I was yeah. doing people just have guns. Yes, when I was doing my research, I really wanted to find one that was less tragic, and I did, mm-hmm. and my case is amazing and I love it. But I had to weed through so many yeah. shooting deaths uh, in road yeah. rage incidents. It was horrifying. Shooting deaths in mine. So Great. we'll get to that more about that. Um, I kind of cheated on my case because I didn't want to do one of those cases because they just were so sad yeah. and pointless. I didn't want to do one of those cases the either. Assignment. I intentionally yeah, I misunderstood the assignment. <laughs> so did I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Mine's a road rage incident. Oh, okay. I, I did. Oh. So typically males <laughs> under the age of 19 are more susceptible to road rage. Shocker. Mm. While yeah. one study showed Please. that people like Amanda with stickers, decals, and other decorations on their car are more <laughs> prone to road rage. 
I only have one <laughs> sticker right now, and it's my mischief managed. Your old car had, was covered in stickers. My car covered. from high school. It looked school, like you lived out of that car. My car from high school had a lot of stickers. That is true. Yeah. Um, oh about God. half of drivers who are on the receiving end of aggressive behavior will respond aggressively themselves. Yep. Mm-hmm. And 2% mm-hmm. of drivers uh, in this survey admit to trying to run somebody off the road. Okay, that's insane. That's terrifying. I've never done yeah. that. No. Zach did jerry-rig his back windshield wipers when we were in New Jersey. They were already, like, broken, but instead of fixing them, he, like, jerry-rigged them so that... They shot out backwards. Yes. If a car was following too closely behind him, he he could could spray spray them. them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um... This was a kind of a fun fact. Minneapolis-St. Paul made the list of top five road rage cities in the U.S. So we've got a lot yeah, of road rage. Yeah, because ragers. everyone here doesn't know how to fucking drive. <laughs> Amanda <laughs> contributed single-handedly to that stat. God. 73% is from Amanda Jacobs. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I don't even care. Okay, the U.S. National Highway Traffic Safety Administration... Defines road rage as when, quote, an individual commits a combination of moving traffic offenses so as to endanger other persons or property and also or an assault with a motor vehicle or other dangerous weapon by the operator or passengers of one motor vehicle onto the operator or passengers of another motor vehicle caused by an incident that occurred on a roadway. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Well, so that was important because this definition. Makes an important distinction between traffic offense and a criminal oh, offense. Okay, okay, fair okay. enough. So, okay. And also, roadway, because I'm sure there's a lot of snowmobile rage incidents. Yeah, boating. Ski-doo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got some boat rage once. Mm-hmm. People are jerks on the water, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Yeah. In the U.S., only a few states have enacted special aggressive driving laws. Um, normally, road rage, road rage incidents are prosecuted as assault and battery, possibly battery with a vehicle or assault with a vehicle or vehicular yeah. homicide. Um, although in some cases where people have been killed because of these in- incidents, they have mm. upped the charges straight to first degree murder. So depending yeah. on yep. the incident. Um, some states like Virginia have both aggressive driving and reckless driving like legal definitions because it is Mm -hmm. easier to prosecute reckless driving because it doesn't require proof of intent like aggressive driving would. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's legally speaking, there's a lot of gray area when it comes to road rage laws, like, right. So Mm -hmm. something to keep in mind. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about how this term was coined and, this whole section reminded me of the movie uh, Falling Down with Michael Douglas. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Dan um, loves that movie. It's such a good movie. And it's not all road rage, but I think some parts of it are road ragey. Mm. But just, like, the whole general atmosphere of, like, getting fed up and fed up and fed up and it's hot and you're stuck in traffic and you have a gun in your backseat. Yeah. Like, so that right. was kind of... It's kinda... a little ridiculous. It's just, like, a giant hour and a half... Michael Douglas spiraling into complete insanity. But I love it. It's so good. It's pretty good. Uh, Okay, so the term was coined in 1987 by Los Angeles TV station KTLA, 
uh, because in Los Angeles at the time, there was a rash of highway shootings. Oh, wow. Um, okay. The in, LA- in 87? Yep, summer of 87. Uh, the LA... Mm. The, oh, birth, birth time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The LA Times had originally dubbed it, quote, highway hostility. Yeah, <laughs> that's dumb. I like road rage road better. Rage. Not as good. Yeah. yeah. They actually didn't shorten it till 95, uh, was it, when Princess Diana was killed? Oh. That was the first time the media, like, widely used the term road rage. But wow, before okay. that, it was mostly referred to as highway hostility. Doesn't roll off the tongue quite as easy. No. Um, so over a period of only 10 weeks in the summer of 1987, nearly 70 shootings were reported in the Los Angeles area alone. 70. No. Holy crap. <clears throat> the first victim was a 24-year-old man named Rick Bynum who was a passenger in a car that was driving about 65 miles an hour in the right lane. So 65 totally good. I would think totally good. Yep. Yeah. In the right lane, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's the speed limit of 35 once you get up close to the cities. So, uh. Um, Okay. So Rick's girlfriend and Rick's three-year-old son were with him in the car, which was being driven by a fourth individual. So he was just a passenger in this car, and he was with his child. Mm-hmm. A- oh. Another car was tailgating their car and suddenly swerved around and shot into the car, killing Rick. Oh, my God. Um, and then I also read that the car pulled over uh, to the median, and like the girlfriend got out and was frantically waving for someone to pull over and help them, and nobody did. So they had to get back oh. into the car and drive to like a Denny's and pull over. Oh, my God. Oh. And by then, he was dead. <clears throat> oh. Yeah. So in all, by that the end of fucked. August... By the end of August 1987, five people were killed and 11 people were wounded. People from road rage incidents? From shootings. Or shootings. In LA. Specifically shootings on the highways in, around Los Angeles. In LA. Yeah, in this so just ten... one isolated area. Yep. Wow. Um, so people That's began nuts. people began carrying weapons for self-defense, which only exacerbated the violence. Plus, police were concerned about copycat crimes. Um, mm-hmm. Cab drivers would ask their passengers if they could take the surface streets instead. People were afraid to use the highway. Mm, um, it was like the like people were literally shooting other people anonymously, and I didn't find a single article that said that any of these people had been caught. It's it's Jeez. anonymous. You're in a car on a highway traveling at high speeds. Like they get away. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. Have, like speed cameras back then. No, down. and in the panic, it's probably really hard to focus on somebody's plate number or like make and model of their vehicle. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Uh, the summer of 87 was not the first time people felt the phenomenon of highway hostility. A survey in Salt Lake City in 1970 reported that 12% of men and 18% of women responded that they, they could, quote, gladly kill another driver on the road. Wow, more women. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. But, I mean, that's kind of a turn of phrase, Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it was... I could see that being a poor survey question. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, it was a road rage survey. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I don't think I would honestly respond to a survey saying I could ki- kill somebody. Yeah, but just because of the phrasing, I'm just I'm just throwing down a... a what's it Devil's called? Advocacy Devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. 
yeah, on the phrasing of it because it's such a casual way to say yeah, that. Yeah, and I also mm-hmm. don't know like, what the other survey responses were. Could you murder someone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. that it has been reported back at least since 1970, this phenomenon of road rage. Uh, so in this case of the summer of 87, the combo of L.A. urban sprawl, increasing congestion, uh, and I found a stat that that summer there was the equivalent of 10,000 registered vehicles per mile of freeway in Los Angeles. Holy shit. That is so much So traffic. just a fuck ton of cars, and I'm yeah. sure they couldn't mm-hmm. keep up with the infrastructure of like building new highways and widening them to keep up with it. Definitely not. Um, Increased gun ownership. Weird. And the summer Mm. and the heat of the summer apparently culminated in this violence of this summer. So, yeah, there's there are studies where like where temperatures rise. Oh, yeah. If in heat waves, like murder rates rise during. Yeah, we talked about the ice cream. They're strongly correlated. That that you Mm -hmm. could conclude that ice cream makes homicidal behavior just because the heat. Yeah. More people well, eat ice cream. Just yeah. to point this out, that is a correlation, not a causation. So right. ice cream does not cause you to cause crime. <laughs> but there is a correlation between ice cream sales and higher crime because ice cream sales also increase positive correlation during heat. Yep. I'm we in also college. can't rule it out. You're, yep. Yes, you are. Mm. We've been over this. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you both so much. Carry on. <laughs> Congrats on passing your SAT, though. Shut up. <laughs> Lucy! <laughs> I hate so, you. Savage AF, you guys. People have also blamed various other factors for violence on the roads, from the melting pot, which is just being fucking racist, xenophobe, uh, yeah. gang activity that moves onto the freeway, the uh, advancement of SUVs. I don't know why that would... I suppose SUVs, people might think that they're like bigger bully cars, you know? A little Yeah, you a little can probably more run invincible. someone off the road easier in an Escalade than you can in a Ford Taurus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And movies mm-hmm. like Mad Max, The Road Warrior... So this is like mm-hmm. what various factors that other people have reported that they why they think road rage is such a thing. Um, yeah. A California mm-hmm. highway. I think toxic masculinity and fucking patriarchy. Yeah, well, let's add those. Well, yeah. to the list. Mm-hmm. A Donald Calif- Trump. A California highway <laughs> patrol veteran at the time said, "Quote: It's nothing new. Just now they have weapons, which is scary. Mm. So mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah." So just a little bit more, psychologically speaking, um, behaviors that sometimes result in road rage are dependent on the driver's coping abilities, which I thought was an interesting way to look at it because driving in itself is so stressful and you're using so many Mm -hmm. different parts of your brain at one time with people making different choices at very high speeds. Like it requires literal coping to to drive on a highway safely. Like in real time coping. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In the moment. Mm-hmm. You need to just be able to chill the fuck out. Yeah. So people who took, yeah. this isn't shocking at all, but people who test high on aggression tests used confrontation strategies when driving, like honking their horn, swerving, tailing, attempting to fight, etc. So that's like confrontational, mm-hmm. whereas my road rage is just like swearing under my breath and avoiding eye contact and flashing them the four. Yeah, okay. I think I think you're good. It's, yeah, it's you're a fine. Little, it's I'm, a little more I'm aggressive. more of the risk 
factor <laughs> in this scenario. You're more confrontational. Mine's a lot of, I, I don't, I won't, like, go after somebody. I'll try to pass someone in, like, an obviously obnoxious way if they're being annoying. But it's mostly me just yelling in my car about how obnoxious people are when they're driving. <laughs> it's me a lot of talking. rage. Yeah. I've definitely had a lot of pedestrian rage. Yeah. Where, like, a car has almost run me over, and then I have slammed my hands on the hood. Or, like, one time I was walking, and this was in New Jersey, and I was on the phone with my mom, and we were having, like, a pleasant conversation, and this guy tried to run a red light and, like, almost hit me as I was walking in the crosswalk Holy with shit. the right of way. Oh, my God, that's horrifying. And I was, like, I, like... I, like, just threw my hands up in the air in a gesture. I didn't say anything. And then he yelled out of his car and called me a cunt. Oh, there. I mean, now you, you were did it. using the crosswalk. I mean, you were a woman walking in public. Right. Yeah, a woman walking in public with the right of way. So I slammed my hand on his hood and was like, it's fucking red. Are you fucking colorblind? They let colorblind people drive now. Oh. And then just, like, kept Says walking. And my mom was person. like, I know. And then, and they like, do let colorblind people drive. Disclaimer, like, yes, of course you can drive if you're colorblind. We totally understand <laughs> yeah. that that does not make you a bad driver. We're so sorry. I know. But it just, it just flew out of my mouth, like, so fluidly. Didn't even think about it. Without any hesitation. My mom was like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my stars. <laughs> oh, my wood. My wood. Um, yeah. Okay, so I just have a little bit more. Some... Studies and psychiatrists have linked road rage to what we've discussed before, uh, intermittent explosive disorder. And I think mm. we kind of came to the conclusion. Oh yeah, we that talked about this in rage it's blackouts. Just being didn't we? an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. You need anger management. You're just kind of a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Whatever. I'm not a psychologist, but. To me, the symptoms of intermittent explosive disorder is something that should be easily controlled and chill the fuck out. But Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Okay, so if you're on the receiving end of road rage, it's important not to engage. Avoid eye contact. Mm -hmm. Try Mm -hmm. to put some distance between you and the aggressor. And this is my favorite part. Remind yourself that the other driver is just bad at handling their stress. It's not your fault, (laughs) but it is your fault if you're driving super fucking slow in the left lane and creating a roadblock and no one can pass you. That is your fucking fault. It's your fault. When you start reacting like Amanda, it might be time to think about signing up for Talkspace. It might be time (laughs) to move into the right lane. Okay. So if if you regularly... Feel the same emotions as Amanda <laughs> on I-35. Um, remember that help is out there, and it is easy, affordable, and convenient with Talkspace. Mm-hmm. So Talkspace is an online therapy company. You can basically um, text, video message, voice memo, chat, mm-hmm. whatever, all the things the kids are doing. But not while you're with driving. a licensed therapist. Don't yeah, do please, that not while you're driving. While you're driving. No, no. Um, yeah, and all three of us use it. We do. And we love it, and it's amazing. We and love I mean, it. to tie this into road rage in some way, um, it is cool because when you are signing up, you kind of set up a profile for yourself, and you can 
identify what areas of expertise you're kind of seeking out. So if you do have issues with Mm -hmm. aggression or anger, you can be matched with a licensed therapist in your area or a therapist that's licensed in your area who specifies in that exact kind of treatment. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's pretty it's, great. It's crazy how specialized some people can be. Mm-hmm. I myself really focus really heavily on anxiety and communication issues. And so mm-hmm. that is like a huge area of focus for my therapist. She specializes in anxiety management. She specializes in relationships, like all the things that I specifically asked for. She's the fit for that. Mm-hmm. And you can choose. So they send you initially when you're first getting set up, they send you like three matches and then you can choose from those three. And if the first match doesn't work out for you, you can just try again. Switch you can it up. be like, ah, I want to try someone else, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of this starting at $32 a week. Mm-hmm. And if you use our promo code, which is GALS, G-A-L-S, then you get $30 off your first month. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just way more affordable than traditional in-person therapy. And less stressful, let's be honest. Yep. That is a whole yeah. month of therapy for oftentimes less than one in-person appointment with insurance. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, and it's definitely on worth your a try. Schedule. Mm-hmm. Like I can text my therapist like in the 10 minutes before I fall asleep, I can be like, okay, this is what happened today. And, you know, send out a message. And then when she has basically her office hours, Mm -hmm. she'll get back to me. So it's not, it's not that the therapists don't have to be on call 24 seven because they're human beings, Mm -hmm. but it's, it just works out really well. And also I've set up a new thing where I text my therapist and she sends back voice memos. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice because I can hear like the inflection in her voice Mm -hmm. and what words she's emphasizing. And I just feel like I get more out of it, but then I have the convenience of texting Mm -hmm. when it's easy for me. It's great. Mm -hmm. Do it. So treat your brain. brain. (laughs) Treat your brain. Go to uh, talkspace.com forward slash gals. All right. All right. Bring it home, Kay. Bring it home. Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel, literally. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I really hope that's your case. (laughs) Jesus taking the wheel. Man lets Jesus take wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Florida Um, man lets Jesus take wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to edit that. I had to edit that. Um... Okay, so I definitely misunderstood the assignment on purpose because all the cases that I were coming across were just kind of, like, short and sad and pointless. They're scary. They're so violent. Because road rage is just kind of pointless because it's just, like, really? You're going to take someone's life over It's just a misplaced explosion of aggression. That's Mm -hmm. really what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's over in an instant. There's not a lot that's necessarily leading up to it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's hard to research. It's harder than you'd think because there are so many cases of road rage, but they're not they're not very like nuanced or layered. Yeah. Yeah. So I purposefully misunderstood the assignment. I'm just gonna say that, but whatever, it's a good case. So also I spent over two hours watching Russian road rage they're like crazy. dash cam videos. <laughs> of course they're you did. insane. Mm-hmm. You guys, one guy had an axe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dan and I do this. We watch these videos all the time. 
for like yeah, hours. This and like baby fails are our two big things. Yeah. Baby <laughs> Babies <fails>. falling over. <laughs> Kids getting hurt. <laughs> like Russian road rage videos and children in funny, like almost hurt situations. <laughs> or fully hurt. We are um. weird. <laughs> Okay, so even though I watched all these Russian videos, which were insane and amazing, I actually ended up choosing a British case. Yas Quinn, um, Elizabeth. Woo! <laughs> which... <laughs> yas Queen, mother. Um, so... That means that it is time for some geography. Yes! yes. I love these. <laughs> so... So, in my case, we will be visiting the village of Alf Church in Worcestershire, Worcestershire, um, which is also known as Works, nice. apparently, because I saw a lot of newspaper headlines about this happening in Works. Okay. Um, that's that's easier to it. pronounce. Way easier to yeah. pronounce. So, Elf Church is uh, north of Ham Green. <laughs> green um, eggs and, and ham. <laughs> ham and green and eggs. <laughs> and also Studley. Mm. Um, it is northeast of Tard Biggie. <laughs> I'm sorry, not what? Sensitive. It's so insensitive, but it's the actual name of this town. Biggie. Am fine yes. with it in Moving this context. On. Moving on, I'm not saying that word. I'm saying the name of a town. Yep. And it is also directly east of Chattisley Corbett <laughs> and my personal favorite, Licky End. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what end are they licking? Yeah, which end? That's important. <laughs> licky end. <laughs> the licky end. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call my head which from now end? on. It's just another name for my head. <laughs> which end? The That's what I'm going to call end. my other end. <laughs> Damn, okay, show me so. your licky end. What? <laughs> one's a licky oh. end and one's a sticky end. I'm taking this town name in, into the bedroom for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I cordially so. invite you for an evening tea at Licky End. <laughs> Damn Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. <laughs> tea, crumpets, and cunnilingus at Licky End. <laughs> <laughs> With some ham green and eggs. Amazing. Okay, I love geography. Okay, so um, mostly British on geography. On the record, though. geography and just <laughs> names of towns are not the same thing. <laughs> I meant, I meant like you know, my favorite murder does like the this corner, the that corner. This is like geography corner. Okay, I love it. Yeah, sure, it's geography corner for sure. That's okay. exactly what this is. You nailed sure, it. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay, moving on. So, AKA weird British towns. <laughs> On a dark December night in 1996, 25-year-old Lee Harvey, Oswald? not Lee Harvey Oswald, <laughs> God damn it. God damn and 
27-year-old Tracy Andrews spent a typical evening in the local pub before leaving around 11 p.m. and driving back home um, in Harvey's Ford Escort. Ooh, an SUV. Uh, this isn't good. It's not looking good. Is it an S- Is a Ford Escort an SUV? I'm pretty sure it is. I'll Google I'll look it. it up okay. now. Um, the couple were engaged and lived together in an apartment in Alvachurch. It is not an SUV. It's a compact God car. damn it. You shut your whore mouth. <laughs> okay, you shut so. your Ford Escort mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Lucy does have a compact mouth. She can barely fit all her teeth. Mm-hmm. I do. I really do. Doesn't stop me um, from eating a lot, though. Yeah. You go, girl. Licky end. Lee. I'm a hungry ghost. <laughs> <laughs> hungry ghost from Licky end. <laughs> so, Halloween so. costume. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about a costume that needs an explanation. <laughs> what you can't Man. see that I'm a hungry ghost from Licky end? <laughs> what kind of an idiot are you? I'm a thousand percent just wearing all black and putting an arrow that says Licky End and an <laughs> arrow that says Sticky End for all. <laughs> and there was a bag of Doritos to, for the Hungry Ghost yeah. part. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. So Lee had a young daughter from a previous relationship. Uh, he worked as a bus driver and... Tracy worked as a barmaid and also, quote, former aspiring model. She worked <laughs> as a former aspiring model. <laughs> I mean, didn't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like middle school. She My attended middle says, school. <laughs> My aunt always says that she was, quote, almost a model once. <laughs> <laughs> because someone took her photo. <laughs> yeah, she, she, it's, it's tongue in cheek. She knows. I love okay. it. <laughs> so, um, okay, I'm not victim blaming. You will understand why okay. soon. Okay, <laughs> the couple would not make it home that night. However, oh god. Flash forward a bit. When police arrived on the scene, they found Tracy in shock with two black eyes. Oh dear. A passerby had come upon Lee lying in the road with Tracy trying to stem his bleeding. Oh, God. And that person called whatever the British version of 911 is. 911! <laughs> yeah, don't email Isn't us. Isn't that the British version of 911? Yeah. 119. <laughs> <laughs> <One>, um, <laughs> Lee was... That was terrible. <laughs> Lee was pronounced dead at the scene. Um, his throat had been slit from ear to ear, and he had been stabbed <gasps> dozens of times in the face, neck, and chest. Ugh, did ew, you say ugh. this was a lighter case because you didn't want to deal with all of... I didn't say... I didn't say it was lighter. I said I was breaking the rules. Uh, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> God Police. damn it. Police Superintendent John Stone later said that it was the worst crime he had seen in 30 years. Yikes. Wow. Okay. Actually said it was the worst crime he'd seen in 30 years. years. (laughs) God damn it, you guys. Governor. 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 Oh, my God. Superintendent John Stone here. (laughs) John Snow. (laughs) Of the Night Watch. Um, 
So, no, nothing. Did I nail that? I've like seen one episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, you okay. did. You did great. I'm proud of you. I nailed it. Ooh, zeitgeist. Okay. Oh, wait, Tracy. What? <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Kenyon's just funny sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> she has her. She's laughing her at me, not with me. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, always. <laughs> So, Tracy told investigators what had happened, which is, I think, the wine pairing this week. So, what this happened. happened was, what happened was. So, this happened. <laughs> um, she and Lee had passed two men in a dark-colored Ford Sierra, and the men had obviously become enraged at being passed mm-hmm. on the oh, road. for fuck's sake. And the two cars then began playing cat and mouse with each other, mm-hmm. her words. Mm-hmm. Along uh, the isolated country lanes. Okay, I'm following. So then there's like a chase basically for a few miles. And uh, soon the Ford Sierra overtook Lee and Tracy's car and then forced the couple to pull over. Um, Lee then got out of the car and uh, the passenger of the other vehicle also got out. And he was a, quote, fat man with staring eyes. (laughs) Okay. That's eerie. Okay. Yeah, and Dead Tracy told eyes. police. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Tracy told police the two men got in a heated argument before the wild-eyed man called her a quote slut mm. and then punched her in the face. Fuck that. Okay. And you wonder and she why said the punch, we talk badly about men sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fucking patriarchy. Yeah. Well, just wait. Actually, though. Okay. So she said the punch briefly knocked her out, and then when she came to. Um, she said she went over to Lee, who was lying on the ground, and at first she couldn't tell whether he was still breathing or not. Mm-hmm. And she said, quote, I held him, I cradled his head, and was just thinking of anything I could do for him. I had taken a first aid course, and I tried to stop the flow of blood. I went into a state of shock. She's <laughs> lying. Okay, hold on. So... <laughs> Tracy also said that she thought the Ford Sierra might have followed the couple after they left the pub that night. Mm-hmm. Um, and talking about Lee's killer, she noted that, quote, he didn't seem normal. I can't say that he seemed drunk, but he seemed to me he wasn't normal as if he had taken something. Mm-hmm. Of course, to police, someone else seemed abnormal. hmm Tracy, the yeah, former I just aspiring like, model. I don't like anyone. Mm-hmm. I, I know this is terrible, but if anyone says mm-hmm. that they themselves like, I blacked out. I was in a state of shock. Like I'm immediately suspicious. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, if you pronounce that you were in a state of shock, like the whole point of being in a state of shock is that you don't realize you're in a state of it shock. It just seems so fishy to me. The second someone says that, I'm like, mm, you done it. <laughs> <laughs> So, as it turns out, Tracy and Lee's two-year relationship had been highly volatile. Oh, dang. According to those who knew the couple, Tracy could often become violent during their rows. British, what up? <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Gold star. She often held a torch at the bubbler <laughs> while they ate the fish fuck? and chips. No, if you're not saying it in a British accent, it's lost. <laughs> it's lost. Okay. At the bubbler. So 
um, in past arguments, she had apparently bitten Lee and left scars on his body. Good Lord. She also reportedly kicked and even hit him over the head with a bottle oh. one time after he visited her local nightclub. Okay, so it's like, these are my stomping grounds. I'm going to hit you over yeah. the head with a bottle. What a crazy... Yeah, don't go here. Hey, seems yeah. fair. Don't go to so her So one pub. person called her, like, quote, a wild animal. Yikes. Ew. All right. <clears throat> Within a month after Lee's death, Tracy was arrested on suspicion of murder. Mm-hmm. All of the forensic evidence pointed to her, including the murder weapon, mm. a small Swiss Army knife. She cut Ugh. his neck open with a Swiss Army knife? That's disgusting. Yep. That is fucked, because there's also no way that thing is sharp. Like, anyone who has a Swiss Army knife <laughs> has had it in the bottom of their purse since, like, 1996. <laughs> and it's all rusty, and you've only used it for the cuticle scissors that one time. Unless it was mm-hmm. premeditated mm-hmm. and she sharpened it or got a new one. Who knows? I don't know. They were just hanging out at the pub beforehand. But yeah, she stabbed him 42 times. Ugh, with that little knife. That's yes. disgusting. And that's um, weird that a woman did that. I mean, it's not common that women do like stabbing and neck slashing. Pecan Sandyism. Yeah. Pecan Sandyism. Yeah. Um, the blood spatter evidence. Indicated that she had been close to him while his jugular was sliced open and the blood initially spurted, which contradicted her testimony that she had been in the car knocked out. Okay, so she was covered in his blood and then she was trying to make it seem like she got covered in the blood because she was holding him and cradling him. Right. Right, but God, they were I like, no, blood it's way... evidence. It's so good. I know, it's so good. Still my favorite um, episode. Also, so good. Also, um, his hairs, which had been pulled out by the roots, were found in between her fingers. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, witnesses also told police that they had driven alongside the couple for part of the way home, but that they never saw a Ford Sierra, and they certainly didn't witness any kind of car chase. Mm-hmm. It's falling apart, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dug your own Fess grave. Up. Yep. So just two days after the murder, but before her arrest, Tracy appeared at a press conference flanked by Lee's grieving parents. Oh, my God. What a monster. And he was only 25. And he was a father. Yeah, that's Um, the worst part. That's so fucked up. Yeah. To make a public appeal for information about the killer, Tracy choked back tears as she described the slang, even imitating the supposed killer's wild eyes. Like making the face? Ew. Yes. Oh, my God. So go to the drive and you'll see a photo of her making a crazy face. (gasps) I still have my crime solved by psychics. Drive up. I saw Scuttle. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is this her smoking a cigarette in her wedding dress? Oh my god, yeah, she kind of we'll looks like it. Courtney Love. I we'll get to it. We'll get to it. So excited. Do you see her. the photo of her making the crazy yes. face? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She looks nuts. Yeah. She looks insane. It's very Diane Downs esque. The whole yeah. press conference yeah. and the road rage and the whatever. Oh, like. is this him? Is this a picture of the two of them together? Him with the earrings. Yeah. He's hot. He was cute. Uh, yeah, he was really cute. Woof. Um, okay. 
It is said that Tracy gave a, quote, Oscar-worthy performance at that press conference preceding her arrest, but body language experts have since dissected the video footage and found multiple signs of deception. Mm, don't underestimate the importance of body, body language. Body language. <laughs> we have to say more unfortunate songs. They say they're going to cause us as a ball. That is the second episode, I think, in a row where we have done yeah. this. It's fine. Oh, no, my God. no. Not in a row, but yes, the second not episode we've done this. Uh, <laughs> but not in a row. Okay. So, signs of her deception. She used qualifying statements. So, at one point she said, I was really just trying to stem the blood. Mm-hmm. And he was, the body language expert was like, why did you say really? Mm. You know? It's kind of like Donald Trump mm-hmm. when he's like, believe me. Uh-huh. Yeah. Trust me. It's fake like, news. Jesus fake Christ. news. Over-affirming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there was like a barely perceptible shoulder raise, and which indicates lying. And then there was like changes in volume. There was mm. all these things, whatever. Interesting. Okay. At trial, Tracy stuck to her road rage killer story despite all the evidence. But a jury of nine women and three men didn't buy it. Yes, queens and three kings. <laughs> 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 oh my god. And on July 29th, 1997, Tracy Andrews was convicted of the brutal murder of her fiance Lee Harvey. She was sentenced to quote life imprisonment with the recommendation that she serve a minimum of 14 years. That is a teenager's life. That's not life. Mm-mm. That's not life. No, it's not. The UK has such Whatever. weird laws when it comes to sentencing and like juries and trials and shit it makes me wonder though if that means that they have more resources toward rehabilitation of convicted criminals maybe Maybe. i don't know i don't know i I just just i just feel like you shouldn't call just call it 14 years Mm -hmm. just call it minimum 14 years Mm -hmm. right just just say the range don't call it life they just wanted to scare her it's not life yeah anyway 21 months into her sentence, Tracy finally confessed to Lee's murder, um, but she failed to demonstrate any remorse, claiming that the attack was in self-defense. How? But I I couldn't find any evidence. Their relationship was volatile, but I didn't find any evidence that Lee was ever violent towards her. How did she get the two black eyes, though? That is the question. Well, stabbing someone 42 times and then slitting their throat... Or vice versa. It, it would have been self-defense. a It's not, but just, again, to play devil's advocate, if they'd had a two-year volatile relationship that included domestic abuse, and yes. she snapped. And she could have had battered battered person syndrome, mm-hmm. and, yeah. And it, she, you can see the pictures on the drive. Like, she was assaulted by someone or something. She got those black eyes she, somehow. He, she they could have been defensive. Yeah. And he could have... And they could have been defensive. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. Did she bring up Any number of things. She didn't... Not that I could find, but if she said it was self-defense, 
it was weird. I couldn't find anything about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried to find out if she had claimed abuse or had been abused or if there were ever, like, reports, police reports or, or restraining orders mm-hmm. or anything because I could absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. But I didn't find anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, the evidence just kind of isn't there. Mm-hmm. Or we, I, we I just don't a- have enough. I found multiple reports of people saying that she had been violent towards him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's all I'm seeing uh, here. And yeah, mm-hmm. she could have easily yeah. punched herself in the face to make it look mm-hmm. that way at the end. Absolutely. Or fuck, if Diane he's trying Dad to... shot herself. Yeah. And if he's trying to defend himself against someone stabbing him repeatedly and she gets a yeah. black eye out of it, like, sorry. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I gave Zach a black eye accidentally once when we were drunk and in a taxi and he was tickling me and I was flailing because he wouldn't stop tickling me and I couldn't breathe and then I flailed and he got a black eye. Sorry about it. Your flailing is (laughs) incredibly dangerous. Yeah, you you flail very fiercely and strongly. Yeah, it's not a good situation. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so don't tickle me. What up? Teach you to tickle me, bitch. <laughs> okay, so while in prison, Tracy became friends with other notorious female criminals, including the so-called canoe con woman. Love her. Definitely gonna have to cover her. Already that's love all her. I know about her. Yeah. I don't well, know. That's, anything that's the more. woman whose husband tried to fake his own death. We covered the canoe man. Yeah. Wait, is it? His wife had to go to jail for several years too. Yes. And I'm pretty sure the we last name was Darwin. Yeah. We covered him. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. In faking your own death. Yeah. Remember, he canoed out, like, off the coast and then, like, yeah, around you the covered corner. covered him, and Kenyon. Then... Oh. No, didn't you? All right. I did. Oh, you did, Lucy. Okay, I talked sorry. to Liz Green. Okay. That case is in Liz's book. Got uh, it. The Playing okay. Dead. Amazing. Well... The other friend that Tracy got close to in prison was Maxine Carr from the Ian Huntley case, no. which is the one where those two little girls were killed yeah. and his girlfriend was like, yeah. yeah. So those were her two BFFs in prison. Oh, dang. My God. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Tracy also had a somewhat controversial, um, oh my God, I'm too drunk to say this, submandibular... Mandibular, submandibular ostotomy. Osteotomy. That. Yep. Operation to correct her protruding lower jaw while she was in prison at taxpayer's expense. And normally I'm not one to be like, at tax, I'm a taxpayer, meh, because like you live in a society, those taxes go towards a lot of things. I'm sorry, she just has an unattractive underbite. Yes, so it was controversial because many said that the operation was purely cosmetic, and so she shouldn't have had it uh, for free while in prison. While in prison, this I is mean, crazy. if I go to yeah. prison, you best believe y'all taxpayers are covering my Botox. So fuck that. <laughs> adult braces yeah, and my adult braces, which I'm not wearing right mm. now because I'm drinking red wine and I don't want to ruin them. But mm. anyway, okay. she does have an odd um, jowl. She has. She definitely had like a protruding lower jaw, but like she's got a McGruff whatever. the crime dog look about her. God bless her. <laughs> she's attractive. She is. She's actually pretty beautiful, but she's she just looks a little crazed in just a lot a of these photos. Off. Yeah, yeah. Um, she scares me a bit. Okay, 
Tracy served her minimum sentence of 14 fucking years Damn. for murder. That's crazy. And um, was released on probation in July 2011. Mm. Um, she has since lived under multiple assumed names, but her identity has never remained a secret for very long. Mm. She reportedly was fired from a job at a hair salon after the owner pieced together her familiar appearance with the fact that the woman claiming to be named Jenna always wore a gold necklace with the name Tracy on it. <laughs> Good one. Nice cover up. <laughs> Oh, Tracy's my dog. Tracy's my dog. It's my mother's name. My, yeah. my mother's dog. <laughs> it's my dog's um, name okay. for me. It's what my dog calls me. <laughs> oh, no, that would be Lucy. Oh, yeah, God right. damn it. Um, everyone, I cannot wait to get a new dog and name it Lucy. Uh, it I was at the. It will be happening. It will I be named at, Lachelle, and I'll call it Lucy. God damn it. it! I was at the women's march yesterday, and this little like three-year-old girl was, you know, doing whatever three-year-olds do, and like ran out in front of me, kind of. And the two women and I she kicked was her at the end. And the two women she was with went, "Lucy, watch out!" And I was like, "I, I wasn't me." And apparently, the little girl's name was Lucy. I really thought they were just yelling at me. No. Wouldn't be the first time. It's a good name. Lucy's Such a, a really good name. Good name. <laughs> Love it. Wow. Okay. So, don't worry. Tracy's life seems just fine today. Um, as of 2016, she was working again as a barmaid um, when she met and fell in love with pub bouncer Phil Goldsworthy. Oh, okay. Mm. Now the wedding photos are making sense. Yes. So, of course, Phil was married with two children when they began their affair. Mm. Um, but he soon divorced his wife uh, for the convicted murderess and uh, became Tracy's second and only surviving fiance. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> this photo of her sucking down a cigarette in a wedding dress and a veil uh, is I'm priceless. I'm also pretty sure a couple photos later, her husband is vaping. So this couple is incredible. <laughs> Couple goals. <laughs> Hashtag so, couple goals. As we've alluded to, the pair were married in a small ceremony in August 2017. <laughs> He's totally vaping. And photos, mm -hmm. <laughs> photos from their wedding, their wedding colors were purple and white. Mm -hmm. um, as well as Tracy's laughably cliche British hen do. <laughs> um, in which she donned a sexy copper outfit. What the fuck? Like copper. I like her as a uh, cat woman. Yes. That was another another uh, bachelorette party. I think She's she amazing. Um, we're splashed across the tabloids around the UK. So she's got a very recognizable face and changes her name all the time. Yeah. But we know it's you, Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's, oh, so that's my case. As in a police officer. I thought yeah, the color like a, was, was copper. Like constable. No, like a sexy kappa. Okay, this Hot cat cop. woman image is jarring. Disturbing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I like her half. Well smirk. done, Kenyon. Very well done. Yes. Thank nice you. Job. So it's not really a road rage. It was tried to be blamed on a road rage, but it wasn't. Works for me. Yep. 
And now, a word from our sponsor. Which is RX Bar. (laughs) (laughs) RX Bar is a whole food protein bar that lets its core ingredients do all the talking. It's simply like eating three egg whites, two dates, and six almonds with no BS. And that's the food dates. Not one state. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Robert picked in. But it turns out real food ingredients actually taste good. And you can actually taste the cacao, the real fruit, the spices, the sea salt, all the fun stuff that they put in these bars. Plus, RX bars are gluten-free, soy-free, and dairy-free. And unfortunately, I'm all about that life. Uh, so mm-hmm. these bars are perfect if you have dietary restrictions like that or you just want to lead an extra healthy lifestyle. And I really like RX bars because they are perfect for breakfast on the go because I never wake up early enough Mm -hmm. to do anything except, like, get my butt out the door. Same. And ditto for having, like, a quick snack at the office. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have been grabbing these on the go on the way to class and making everybody jealous because I walk in with, like, the dark chocolate sea salt and just start eating a brownie in the middle of class, and everyone's like, why do you do this to me? Um, That one's probably (laughs) my personal favorite, the chocolate sea salt one. I also love the blueberry one. Um, The fruity ones are really yummy. Chocolate coconut is my jam. Oh, so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're great, and... I also am terrible about making myself breakfast and, you know, as a diabetic, probably not the best move for my (laughs) daily plan. Uh, These are great because they have like just the right amount of protein balance with carbs to basically replace a balanced meal. Super easy for me to dose off of these. All the nutrition information is on there and they list every ingredient right on the front of the package. So if there's something that you know you can't eat, I think you can customize the box to make sure you're not getting things that are going to like make you break out in hives. Peanuts, anyone? (laughs) but yeah they're amazing so convenient and they actually make them for kids too you can get kids boxes on their website it's super cool oh yeah cool all right well for 25 percent off your first order visit rxbar.com forward slash gals g-a-l-s again uh that is rxbar.com and then you can enter the promo code gals at checkout treat your gut (laughs) (laughs) Treat your tum. <laughs> okay. You ready for this? We're ready. You ready for this? <laughs> Y'all ready for this? <laughs> so this happened. <laughs> We're going to take a trip back to 2013. Ooh, I don't know if I can go back that far. I don't think I can either. (laughs) Um, In New York City and nearby Westchester, geography, Mm -hmm. an incredibly irritated driver is waving his arms, laying on his horn, his corn, (laughs) (laughs) and flashing a badge in an effort to pull over drivers in traffic who are just not up to his standards. This angry, off-duty, quote-unquote, cop was none other than Rabbi Alfredo Borodowski. What? (laughs) (laughs) And this was not his first time playing this trick. (laughs) Rabbi Alfredo Alfredo Borodowski. Wow. There's a lot (laughs) to unpack there. There is, but we're not going to unpack it. 
Um, <laughs> he was arrested in one case and being investigated in two more cases in which authorities say he was pulling folks over for either cutting him off or driving too slowly, which I totally relate to this man. But he's not a cop at all. Nope. <laughs> Quote, that girl was driving too slow, and I hate when people do this, the 49-year-old Borodowski told investigators after he was charged with impersonating a police officer. When he allegedly pulled his Toyota Camry alongside a woman's car, flashed a badge and shouted, Police! Police! Pull over! <laughs> Rabbi Borodowski denies impersonating an officer, however, claiming all he uh-huh. said was that he would call the police because of this woman's terrible driving. Oh my god. Uh-huh. Don't so take badge- it upon yourself, people. No, it's not going to end well for you. And also do not pull over if someone's trying to do this to you. That's no, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Nope. Do Just not. Just keep driving. It is within your legal rights to put on your hazards and slow down and get to a place that is safe for you when you're being pulled over. Just mm, so yeah. you know. Um, okay. The badge that he was using read Triborough Bridge and Tunnel Authority Officer 1338 and was confirmed to be, quote, totally fake by a spokeswoman so- from the Metropolitan <laughs> Transportation Authority, which is the department that oversees the Bridge and Tunnel Authority. So he had a premeditated fake badge and was still trying to just be like, oh, no, I said I was going to call the police. Oh, yeah, no. He kept a badge in his car, and he did this on multiple occasions. What an idiot. Okay. Rabbi wow. Borodowski's lawyer is relying on a mental health defense, claiming that the rabbi was in a manic state at the time of these incidents and suffering from bipolar disorder. One of his court hearings was postponed due to a hospitalization, but it is unclear exactly why the rabbi was hospitalized. I mean, okay. I wouldn't be surprised at all if there was something psychological going on here. This is we'll ridiculous. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This behavior has taken a toll on Rabbi Borodowski, starting with him being fired from his position with Temple Emmanuel in Manhattan, which is one of the oh. world's largest Jewish temples. Yeah, mm-hmm. very famous. He also leads a congregation in Larchmont, and his employment status there appears to be intact, at least according to the Salam Yaakov Temple website in 2013. I haven't checked it yet. I wanted to wait and see if we wanted to check it together and see if he's still there. Let's check it. Absolutely, let's check it. Also, if he's a rabbi at these super fancy synagogues, why is he driving a Toyota Camry? I mean... I mean, I mean I like they're not allowed to make that well much paid. money, are they? No, they are. Those are very well-paid positions if you're a rabbi. Oh, so it's not you're, like a Catholic you're not priest just squeaking by. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Okay. No. Congregation yeah. Salam Yaakov. Salam, not Shalom. It's Sulam, S U L A M. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to let you Large look at my RX Large bar. Mon- oh, my God. About us, the first and only hit is Rabbi Alfredo Borodowski. Oh, <laughs> my God. Looks what like he he's still there. It says he was raised in Argentina. Raised, not raged. <laughs> he has a <laughs> law degree from Buenos Aires Law School from 1986. He was ordained as a rabbi in Latin America. Uh, he has a an MA in rabbinic liter- literature and a doctorate in Jewish philosophy from the Jewish Theological Seminary of America. He's very so he's well-read. a really smart dude. Yeah, 
Anyway, so he he's still on the website. He loses his shit. So who knows? Right. Weird. Um, okay, well, we debunked that. After his arrest hit the news circuit, though, other drivers began to come forward reporting that he had tried to pull them over as well. <laughs> this is one of my favorite parts of this whole story. When New Yorker Peter Moses' wife saw the story on TV Moses. News... <laughs> she shouted, oh, my God, the guy who stopped us did it to someone else, and he's a rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> That's a quote. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Moses said I was just on my way to get coffee. And he stopped us, and he's a rabbi. <laughs> Moses said that in May, a motorist tailgated him on a drive from Scarsdale to White Plains obviously trying to make Rich. him go faster than the 40-mile-per-hour limit. Instead, Moses slowed, and the driver passed him and then blocked his path. Mm. <clears throat> Quote, he's shouting, I'm a police officer, pull over! <laughs> and he's got this little badge that he's waving at us. I told my wife, that's not a police officer, Moses said. He sounds really police officer. <laughs> he sounds so Boston. <laughs> I know. I can't do a New York accent. I can only do a Boston, a Boston accent. They're the same. Uh, then he's out of no. his car and he's screaming, I can arrest you. I can have you arrested. I said, fine, call the police. And then he storms back <laughs> to his car and he drives off. <laughs> fine. Fine, call the police. Moses said his wife asked him not to report the incident, but changed her mind when they learned of the arrest in Mamaronic. This is like one of the more recent arrests. Mamaronic. Mamaronic. Whatever, I don't care. Okay. I like Mamaronic yeah, better. Yeah, done. <laughs> what we want it's is done. for the rabbi to get the emotional help he so obviously needs, he said. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another driver handed state police a video of a confrontation on Interstate 87 near Yonkers. The man mm. told authorities that he swerved in front of a driver who then flashed a badge and demanded that he pull over. Police did not release the video, but still managed to release an image obtained from it by the journal news that shows a man who looks just like Borodowski sticking his head out of his car window, quote, mm. his wispy gray hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> who appears to be shouting and waving his silver badge in a leather case, and yes, this photo is on the drive. His yes. yarmulke flapping in the breeze. <laughs> Pretty much, so you can see the little wispy hairs. There oh he my is. God, and that no. badge is tiny. Like, there's no way. That is not a real badge. It's a he also looks like small he's badge. like asking them politely to yeah. pull over. Like, he will you looks please like believe a douche. Me? Yeah. He, yeah, looks, he looks like, like a total such douche. a douche. Well, Ugh. according to this quote, he was holding up this tiny badge, and I knew the guy could no way be a cop in any sense of the word. <laughs> said the driver whose name has not been made public. When he challenged the man, he drove off. The confidence. <laughs> the three complaints prompted the trustees of Temple Emanuel to dismiss Borodowski as executive director of the Skirball Center for Jewish Learning, quote, in the best interests of the congregation, and he the is no longer important. The Center? Skirball. Skirball. <laughs> I, I don't know how to pronounce Yiddish. Um, I was joking. I was joking. <laughs> the screwball screw center. God damn it, you Ra guys. Rabbi Alfredo Borodowski pleaded guilty in Mamaronek Village Court. Good. 
to second degree harassment. He will get no jail time or probation if he stayed out of trouble for at least a year. For like one whole year, he couldn't do it, and then he'd be fine. Mm. Mm-hmm. Since mm-hmm. his brush with the law, Borodowski re- has received psychiatric treatment and says he wants to be a voice for people with mental illness. Okay. So it all comes around to a happy ending for the rabbi. Oh. And his- what, an, what an odd manifestation of, like, if it is what? bipolar or schizophrenia or whatever. That's like, the only way weird. that it's presenting. It's just road rage. Mm-hmm. It's just... A privileged man mm-hmm. who, yeah, takes out his aggression in this way because mm-hmm. it's semi-anonymous. Yep. And he wants, like a and vigilante. He has, he has authority in his regular day-to-day life. People listen to him. People, like, hang on his every word. Yeah. He gives people advice. He has power. He's in control. He has mm-hmm. power. And then when he gets on the road, we're all kind of equal, and yep. he no longer has that power. Yep. And he... Finds a way to exert it for sure. Yeah, you're That's absolutely super right. Unhealthy. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And no one got hurt, so it's hilarious to me. But yeah. <laughs> as we have seen from this entire episode, and especially from Lucy's segment, there is such a fine line between exhibiting some aggression behind the wheel and then turning it into an irreversible act of violence. Absolutely. Yeah. It can happen in a split second, especially mm-hmm. if you are always armed. Yeah. The only yeah. weapon I have he, in I'm my car was, is my snow scraper. So, like, Minnesota <laughs> yeah, drivers, you're out. pretty safe. And I'm just really <laughs> lazy, and getting in and out of my car, like, makes me sweat. This is why I need RX mm-hmm. bar, because I need to replace it with, like, four <laughs> meals a day. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a, it's a super fine line. So, if please mm-hmm. use Talkspace. Please, God. Please, God, everybody mm-hmm. use Talkspace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That case is amazing. I love it. Yeah. I love the rabbi, Alfredo Borodowski. Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Alfredo. It makes me really want He's amazing. fettuccine Alfredo. Uh, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm starving. starving. So let's oh do God, special so things so we can all go eat, because I've only had okay. RX bars today. Okay. <laughs> so, um, of course, You're special things. You're going to be pooping all afternoon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. It is a great, healthy by. way. Okay. <laughs> Oh, God. I hope they don't listen to the full episode. They never do. Of course. Special thanks to Allison Lamott for her generous Patreon support and for choosing this very fascinating topic. Excellent topic, Allison. So fun to research, although most of them were terrible. But the stories we did get were amazing. So well done. And those Russian dash cam videos were worth all the agony. Oh, my God. You have to go watch them. (laughs) Russian drivers are the worst totally crazy mm-hmm. all right who wants to take uh, the next one? i will go Kay. because i'm pretty sure this is my friend Woo. Woo. shannon hines hi is shannon Woo. thank you thank you little shan you I crazy you. little peanut uh wow. tara micklefresh you're fresh <laughs> as a daisy yeah i love you yes kim c c you're amazing mm-hmm we see you, Kim. We oh, girl, you. I see you. Oh, we see you. Or boy. Or neither. Mm-hmm. Or both. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alyssa Clatter? You caused Later. such a clatter when you arrived yes. at Patreon to give us your money. <laughs> On the roof of Patreon. Yes. Elizabeth Fleck, 
your flecks of finances are truly <laughs> yeah. supporting yeah. us on this journey. You're a fleck <laughs> of beauty. Yeah, you're flecking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie Calder, you scald me Ooh. with your hotness. Yes, you're a scalder. <laughs> Chrissy Deller, with $10 a month, you are stellar. And you will be getting a flexible fucking patriarchy wine glass. And every that was a gimme. Deller that you <laughs> give <laughs> on Patreon <laughs> brings it's us closer to our goals of quitting all of our jobs and doing this full time. Um, One dollar at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Katie, mysteriously without last name, thank you for your $10 mm-hmm. a month donation, and you will also be getting a fucking patriarchy wine glass. Mm-hmm. 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 As will Heather Blakely. We <laughs> love you, and I can't think of a pun. You're <laughs> as hot as Blake Lively. Oh. <laughs> That's as go. good as I could do. Stephen Pappas of Is This Adulting Podcast, which I guested on their episode, which will be like three weeks ago by the time this airs. All of us will have guested on Is This Adulting Podcast. And quick plug for them because we talk a lot about mental health on our show, but this show is very much focused on just being a normal adult human person who also struggles with mental health issues. So being anyone. And Chris yeah. and mm-hmm. Steven are so warm and so candid and so great. I yep. highly, highly, highly recommend this show. Yep. It's Is such this a good adulting? show. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Um, so thank you, Steven. Can't wait to be on your show again. <laughs> Please mm-hmm. have me back. <laughs> Georgina Barnes, you generous oh. woman. You've born raised your Patreon <laughs> donation <laughs> to $25 a month, which means you will be able to pick mm-hmm. a case and or topic and or wine and or all mm. three in the very near future. So we look so forward to doing your special show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And last but not least, April Ake, or maybe Ake, $50 once-off donation. Thank God bless. Thank you so much. Oh, my yes. God. This so, will go such a long way in our crime con dreams. Yes. Speaking yes. of once-off donations, we are going to crime con May 4th, 5th, and 6th, right? Yep. yep. Cool. Yep. So we've been... Uh, we've given you guys our code, which is wine crime to get you 10% off tickets for CrimeCon. We highly recommend you use that. However, we understand that a lot of folks cannot make it to Nashville. And a lot of those wonderful, wonderful people have been asking us how they can mm-hmm. help support us in our journey to CrimeCon in May. Um, which is so nice. It's That's so, so nice. Of them. It's so yeah. sweet. And honestly, we're not asking anyone to foot the bill because we're just lucky to be there. If you can't make it and you want to support us, consider becoming a patron. And if you do not want to do the monthly donation, consider making a once off donation through our online store at wine and crime podcast Any little bit goes such a long way. And we're so incredibly appreciative. Yep. So if you are looking for ways to support us, that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So thank and you so of much. Course, thank you, all of you special patrons. We love you. So good. Um, also, special thanks to our sponsor, Talkspace. Mm-hmm. Go to talkspace.com forward slash gals for $30 off your first month and treat your brain. Treat. Mm-hmm. That's it. Bye.
We out. Love you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kala Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have wine recommendations or creepy true crime stories to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. More importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. We are a totally independent show, so if you'd like to support us and get a shout-out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Vince. And we're from the Nick and Vince Podcast, where we talk about arts, movies, comic books, history, science, really anything pop culture related. But we also have... Well, also we have occasional guests like podcasters, authors, and comedians. Well, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. You can also like our Facebook page, Nick and Vince Podcast, and follow us on Twitter, at Nick and Vince. Now, we go back to our favorite true crime podcasters, Amanda and the Girls from Blind and Crime.